know what that means? Everything. Anglo-thieves. Gettle's gone. Oh my god, you people have just failed me. Failed me utterly. Congratulations, Scotland. We have just gone so I hear an awful lot of judgment in your voice. Hey, uh, this is episode 61. Is this our anniversary? This is our anniversary. This is our fifth anniversary. You timed this so well. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? It's like I planned it that way. We're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you're just trying to say you're welcome. <laughs> No musical interludes, please. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah, so the three of us are in Edinburgh. We're in the same room. We're in the same room. We're in the same country. We're in the same time zone. <laughs> <laughs> and um, this is like the end of the end of our week. Um, but we've had a really great time. I've been I've been in the UK for two weeks now. I am kind of tired <laughs> and. Then my pants fit. I think that I, in fact, actually lost weight this trip, which is surprising, given the amount of food I've eaten. <laughs> so, so much food, but so many hills. Yeah. So many hills. <laughs> we yeah. decided to stay at the bottom of the Royal Mile and occasionally walk up it. There were also taxis. So, yes. <laughs> sweet, sweet taxis. Mm. As it turns out, taxis in Edinburgh are really cheap compared to what we get in North America. Well, or least in we're Canada. not going that far, which definitely helps. I don't know, Toronto even that far would be way more expensive, it's mm. just, yeah. So, yeah, I've been here a week now, and every night we're like, I think we promised the podcast, but there's just stuff to do. There's stuff to do, or we're really tired. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're just doing a quick bit, and we might record something mm-hmm. more substantial later. Um, for where we can control the sound better. <laughs> yeah. We're, We're not sure. sure. We'll do our proper um, post-mortem at some other point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll we'll see when I get home how, how this turns out, because now we're just like, phones? I'll get it, it'll do. It'll we'll see what happens. A lovely DIY sound. Right, it is kind of echoey. We should probably actually be recording this one in the bedroom. It's a very <laughs> echoey city, in fairness. You're capturing the ambiance of it very well. It's true. It's true. The Royal Mile is like solid buildings that occasionally get broken up by streets. And then you have these adorable closes, <laughs> which are little alleys or passages through the buildings to whatever's behind them. And I kept, especially the first day I was here when Alita was napping. <laughs> I kept running down. I found a lovely hidden garden once. Aww. Which which close was that in? I don't remember, but I took pictures of the garden. <laughs> it's it, it's up it's up the hill. But also like everything is. <laughs> we also kind of have closes on our mind because we just had a tour, like an underground tour of one of the historical ones. Yep. Uh, the real Mary King's close. We will include a link in the show notes because if you're ever in Edinburgh, you should definitely do this tour and ask for Mark. Ask which tour Mark is doing. Yeah, Mark Mark was wonderful. Yes, he he had a perfect balance of being super nerdily excited about things 
And then like the the stupid performance art bit, like talking to moving portraits or dealing with the stupid bullshit ghost story that's involved in this. So disdainful. Like, it's so disdainful. It just jerked off of him. It was amazing. <laughs> It's the right level of really loving his job, but letting you know all the shit he doesn't like about his yeah. job. And he really doesn't like that people keep leaving Minions toys and One Direction DVDs as gifts for the quote-unquote ghosts. Yes. Don't leave a Blu-ray without a Blu-ray player. Like, if you're committing, <laughs> That's rude. That's go all the way. Yeah. But that is a wonderful, um, I think, must-see if you're really into history mm-hmm. and you want to see something very different. I mean, Edinburgh is a beautiful historic city that's very proud of the disturbing dark parts of its history, but here's a part where you can actually walk amongst it. Right. As long as you're willing to put up with a little bit of, like, the slightly awkward bit where the portraits start talking to you and one of those women is doing all the acting she's ever done in her life. All of it. So much of it. She's like Sally Field and Lincoln levels of just hamming it. She's really committed to it. Um, but yes, ask for Mark, because mm-hmm. Mark is great. He's great. He's we did a lot of history stuff. Our ghost tour was Alan, we have to leave a review. Alan, um, not a really ghost tour, it was like a town. It was a ghost tour. It was very good. It was uh, very good. It was... For a free ghost tour, which we, we did tip him at the end, but for something that you don't actually have to put money down for, it was a very good tour and it's worthwhile. I think it's actually under free ghost tour. Yeah, it's yeah. City Explorers does it, and... He did a really good balance of history, and they knew the terrain very well, so that you weren't going up or down too much. <laughs> yeah, they, they managed to do it so that you really, you go up the Royal Mile, but not all the way, and then they let you go down a lot of hills, mm-hmm. so it's okay. Yeah. Um, you, we were just spending a lot of our holiday trying to find places where we didn't have to walk upstairs. <laughs> so at one point, I think during our first like full day here, the three of us were out in the city and we sit down in this marketplace and look up and the castle is just looming over you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was when we were uh, grass market. Yeah. Um, yeah, we went for a walk to look for some of the used bookstores and I just and pointed up. <laughs> and I just pointed up and was like, oh look, there's the castle. And she said, wait, what? Oh shit. <laughs> Yes, books were bought. It was great. Books were bought. I have a 1920 Mrs. Beaton, which I'm very thrilled with. It's big. We kept reading to a respective, kind of an average of once a day. Yeah, I haven't bought any for the past couple of days, so actually I'm pretty good. It's even so nice. Worried about weight at the moment. (laughs) You also bought Tartan and you found your cuddly corgi. I have a corgi and I have a... um, I have a Highland cow whose name is Fergus. <laughs> a little bit too much of the You had it earlier. Fergus. There, that's, that's great. That's great. His name is Fergus. His birthday is apparently January 3rd. I don't know why. Well, you've got to celebrate it now. It will make Fergus very happy. Exactly. We also found, but did not buy, uh, Nessie, Loch Ness Monster stuffy. When was her birthday? May something? May 14th. May 14th. Apparently. It's very specific. That's official now. 
So just in case you were wondering, that's Nessie's birthday. We did. I think we went in about eighty percent of all the tatty tartan shops on the Royal Mile. Yeah. Even if it was just for like a thirty second browse, because yeah. there are so many. Oh. Uh, There's so many, and they pretty much all sell like the same. I've never seen so much cashmere in my life. <laughs> it's all discount cashmere as well, but it's all the same price point of discount oh. cashmere. Yeah. Um, but I bought a lot of the short red shaped like Scotty dogs. Which I can buy basically anywhere in Scotland, but it wasn't be special. It's very delicious. Um, my husband just reminded me it was the cone offensive last night, apparently. <laughs> uh, where all, we woke up this morning and all the statues have cones in their head, including Walter Scott in the sky. In the sky. Right. Yes. So Walter very Scott had one. Adam Smith had one. We were it. We went to the National Museum of Scotland one day. And the statue there didn't have the cone on his head, but clearly someone had tried to climb up and realised just how tall the statue was <laughs> and gave up and just put it on the plinth instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Hume had one at one point, but it was taken down. Which is disappointing, because if anybody needs a cone on his head, it's David Hume. Yeah. He's wearing a toga and that has been perturbing rain this entire trip. Uh, we rubbed... Um, Great Friends Bobby's nose. Yep, there's a statue of Great Friends Bobby. You rub his nose for It's mind. kind of adorable because the entire statue is like darkened, but the nose is shiny. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's a little doggy, Scotty. We did have some interesting browsing around some of the smaller museums of Edinburgh. Um, there was the, the Edinburgh Museum, it's called, which is this sort of history small, of narrow kind of history yeah. of the city where you can see things like Great Friends Bobby's collar and. Uh, there was an exhibit on the history of black minstrels in Edinburgh, yeah. which was Black History Month, which was interesting, but you just sort of awkwardly shuffled like, through oh, okay. uh, There's the, the People's Story, which is the history of the residents of Edinburgh, which is full of some fabulously battered looking mannequins uh, with like weird sound back boxes attached to them. Mm-hmm. But that's very interesting if you're interested in things like uh, the, the social history and the, the political oh. history of people, you know, creating unions and the women's movement and things. It's heartily recommended for that. So many gift shops now just sell Outlander stuff. Mm-hmm. Whether it's relevant or not. Yeah. We went to the uh, National Museum of Scotland, which is obviously like a must go to. Mm-hmm. And Raiden and I went into their latest exhibit, which is clearly not trying to cash in on Outlander. Oh, no, definitely <laughs> it not. Was... It just happens to be about the history of the Jacobites. And the risings, all of them. There were more than I thought. Basically, you come out of that thinking, oh, Bloody Prince Charlie was kind of a dick, right? Yeah. Which I think is something that history, at least in Scotland, have kind of just gone with for a while. But now you get to know that he was a wife beating drunk, drunk dick who was also a massive coward. Brilliant exhibit. If you are in, I think it's in Edinburgh until the end of November next month yeah yeah so if you are in the area or you're planning to come do catch it you do have to pay to go into that part of the museum yeah, but, but just what they have in you know, the what they had in there was stunning yeah and just like just to know that because that's surprising like, a lot of the museums we mentioned like the museum of edinburgh and the people's history these are all free yeah. like mm-hmm. you just walk in that was great i mean the national museum itself is also free you mm-hmm. can see ev- like everything in it except for the special exhibits because it must have cost them a crap ton of money to preserve everything from the, the you know the Jacobite era, mm-hmm. all of Bonnie Prince Charlie's clothes and yeah. silver. And uh, if you thought you had trouble with your parents saying, "Well, why can't you be like your sibling who's a doctor or a lawyer?" Think of Bonnie Prince Charlie, whose parents were like, "Why couldn't you be like your brother who's a cardinal in Rome?" Right. You were supposed to be a king, and you're just a loser. <laughs> 
He was a total loser. He really was. <laughs> you want to know how long it took the um, Culloden massacre to happen? Less than an hour. Mm-hmm. Maybe 45 minutes was what we were told. Yeah. I've heard some people say it's less than 20. So This is what happens when you don't have muskets and they do. Right. <laughs> and they're well fed and you're really not. <laughs> Bad weather as well, can't forget mm-hmm. that. We also went to the, I took them to the Surgeon's Hall, which is one of my favourite places in Edinburgh. It's the history of surgery and medical advancements, because Edinburgh was uh, very famous for that. And you know what, what they They tell you, you go there, it's a history of surgery and medical advancements. You go there, what it is, it's just a lot of organs and jars. I now know what a lot of things look like. Look, you didn't know what a calcified cyst on a femur looked like before you went there, but now you do. I also didn't know what a bullet wound through the testicles looked like before now. <laughs> well, we didn't see the actual testicle. We, we only saw the painting. It was just a painting. It was just an artist's interpretation of it. <laughs> and now I'm going to do it in a cubist style. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it is a pretty... It's one of those things where you... It doesn't matter if you eat before or after. You're probably going to spend you, a little you time... You made the bad... You made the wrong decision. Yeah, made before. Made before. It is interesting. It's I mean, you will get to see the book made from the skin of Burke, the murdering grave robber, mm-hmm. and his death mask. <laughs> Which says on the book that, you know, it's, it's made from a skin, lest you be doubting that what it is. No, that's... Yeah. I mean, that's when you crack out at the party, you know, just show off. Yeah. What else did we do? We did so much. We did uh, a lot. Well, the two bookends oh. are the palace and the castle. Yeah. Right, right. We toured Hollywood House Palace. The Palace of Hollywood House. And we had tea. Yeah, we had palace. tea at the pal- well, palace adjacent, but yes. it was it was lovely. It was proper like fancy afternoon tea where they wouldn't let you drink the tea until it had been brewed for the appropriate amount of time. Yeah, they give you timers and also they make you smell all the tea so you can select one. Mm-hmm. Which is just a little weird passing on like a little jar of leaves. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, tea. That's but nice but beware, because Raiden got seduced by Jasmine, but it smelled better than. It smelled liquid. yeah, there it smelled better than it tasted. So. Um, the Earl Drake sandwich was good. The yeah, cake, was cool. the cake oh. was amazing. The sandwiches, the eclairs, oh, mm-hmm. the sandwiches were pretty. Good. It was amazing. I mean, for what it was, and obviously how much it was, which didn't matter. But it was such a great experience. Yeah, our server was very lovely. It was just a great place it was to like her first, first day, or second, second day. day. But it was just the, you know, if you're gonna have afternoon tea, why not do it at the palace? Although we also went on the Royal Yacht Britannia today and we did get scones. Yeah, because I was like, but I want to have tea on the Royal Yacht. (laughs) This was the one area where Alina put her foot down and was like, yes, I want to have tea on the yacht. So we're like, okay, we will have tea on the yacht. It's a very cool yacht as well. We went all the way down to Leaf for it. Mm -hmm. So that's like the furthest we've trekked outside the city. If if you're a royal buff in particular. Right. The Royal Yacht Britannia. I mean, you'll be fascinated to know that there are two bars on this ship. So I think there the, are three. Were there three? I think so. But the Queen did not go dry. No. no this is a woman who apparently has 45 gins a day. She was fine. Yeah. <laughs> Castle was a great bit of history. Yeah. Oh, we found a little dog cemetery <laughs> yeah. with the regiments, mascots, and officers' dogs. And I zoomed in. They don't let you, like, go in there. And the right. dog was called Scat. Yeah, I zoomed in. I mean, the castle is a must. It is fascinating to walk through an area where there are at least 12 different languages being spoken from every guide. 
uh, it's it's the one place I think everyone really gravitates to, mm-hmm. maybe other than Holyrood House, mm-hmm. um, or just hanging around on the mile general. Yeah. Um, if you're a military history geek, in particular, the castle is a must. Mm-hmm. But even just for stuff like, um, particularly the Stuart era of history, with James, Mary Queen of Scots, um, just all of the sort of guilty mother issues that James the Sixth had. Um, he promised to come back to Scotland every three years when he was king in England. He didn't. He did not. Uh, Ring had this really funny observation about, she's like, you know, there's Mary Queen of Scots, and then we have James the Sixth and First, and like, there's vaguely no reference to that. We found one reference to Dornley. Yeah. Like, there's... And then she had a son. Just here. Just here you go. <laughs> here you go. Ta-da! Yeah, I mean, if you like history, you know, <laughs> Edinburgh's where the history comes from. Mm-hmm. But you can also enjoy just the weird sights on the mile. While we were uh, hanging around today, we were watching a bagpipe player who people were like putting money in his box and having their picture taken with him. And he just kept going and he clearly he couldn't just kept stop. Going and like every time it seemed like he was winding down to <laughs> take a break and get a drink, <laughs> get a bottle of water next to him, somebody else would duck in for a picture and let's get quiet. <laughs> you know how Marty interests when I get like, really? <laughs> it, it has been a week of Raven versus the service. Basically, we were in one cafe to give an example, we decided to get breakfast and we were getting our breakfast and the guy puts down a smoothie in front of Raiden, and she's ordered a coffee, and there's about a five second look that she gives him where it's like the moment in Kill Bill where they play like the, the death music while she, before she goes to kill someone. This is the and, like, music. Everything the- that was like going through my head was just purely, the fuck is this? <laughs> and we could see it happening every single time. We were waiting for it. It was fun to watch Raven geek out as well. When we went to Mary King's Close, we were in one of the oldest parts of the city with like the original ceilings and walls. And she did do like the the hand wave excitement like Wallace does from Walls and Grog. <laughs> <laughs> it was really neat. They had the original plaster and lathe and how like the... Made out of ashes of plague victims. Well, that and part I didn't know. And I can't wait to tell my friend Ian about it. <laughs> we also had a wonderful moment because we introduced Raiden Haggis. Yeah. We went to a super fancy restaurant and had very fancy It was us and three tables of older men with younger women, whining yes. and dining. Like, <laughs> like older white dudes with younger Asian women. They were, oh my god, they were Asian. Right? Yeah. All, of yeah. them All of them. Oh, I was like, did we enter some sort of weird like society? Right. right. I had and then we were like talking about anime very loudly. <laughs> It was like, is that the agreed upon midlife crisis restaurant or something? Anime and Harvey Weinstein. Yes. <laughs> it was a very lovely meal, um, very fancy. Very fancy. Uh, and then I took Alina and her husband out for cocktails or just one round of cocktails because we're all getting old now. Mm-hmm. Um, because I couldn't we're- leave Edinburgh without having a cocktail, you guys. It was yeah. just, couldn't do it. Yeah. Oh, and also there was the cataloging independence protest in front of St. John's Cathedral today. Oh, and we did St. John's Cathedral. Yeah, yeah we did do that. Uh, which is a stunning building if you've never been inside mm-hmm. it. Um, a little too fancy for a man like John Knox, if you ask me. Well, he wasn't the one who built it, so he 
true, but I'm surprised he didn't order that all the stained glass we smashed or something. You know he thought about it. He totally thought about it. He totally had that idea on his head. It is an interesting city in terms of John Knox as well. This man will be fascinating mixed history. Mm-hmm. Um, who did all these wonderful things, but was also kind of a dick. But his house is now a storytelling center, which would have maybe really pissed him off. So I'm very happy about that. What else did we do? We just it was just seeing the city again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm very familiar with it, and just getting to be a tour guide was really fun. Just like, and here's where I applied for a job and didn't get it. And here's where I've done a lot of drinking. And here's where I've bought a lot of books. And here's the Apple store that used to be a Waterstones, and I worked there. Yes. We did walk past the Balmoral, and the guy was not there with his kilt. I know, so clearly Scotland will fall. I said that out loud. (laughs) (laughs) You should all come to Edinburgh if you haven't been to Edinburgh before. It's a great trip. Yeah, it was so much fun. And you should all buy cuddly Highland cows called Fergus. Yes. Took us a week to track down to just the right cuddliness. Yeah. 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 We were really particular about this Highland cow. Which one are we going to get? Mm-hmm. We're not even in the Highlands. I don't know why that became like the center point of the trip. Because <laughs> I saw one in the window and was like, he's a turtle. She didn't buy a Scotty dog either. She bought a Corgi. I bought a Corgi. Yeah. Well, the, the saga of the Corgi is two weeks old at this point. Because when I was in London, on the calendar, this was 12 days ago. It feels like I was in London like a year ago at this point, because this is what vacations do. Especially when you vacation like I do, like I don't vacation to relax. Um. <laughs> oh no, she doesn't. She no. walks with authority, she knows exactly where we're all going, whether we like it or not. <laughs> yeah. um, but when I was in the Museum of London, they had stuffed corgis with little ermine caves and tiaras, and I was like, oh, I kind of want to buy them, but I shouldn't. That's ridiculous. And then I regretted that decision almost immediately. Almost immediately. And then when we were at Hollywood House, they did have corgis, and I was like, mm, I don't know, it's not the same. Not the same! <laughs> and then when we were going around the Britannia, they had, they had corgis hidden around. For selfies? For selfies, you could win fudge, which is awesome. But they were like posed. And like in the sick bed, Fermi had a bandage on it. He was tucked in a bed. There are some really fascinating like in jokes that clearly someone has planted in the royal yacht. Because if you go into one of the pub areas, there is a copy of Jurassic Park by Michael Crane on the shelf. And then if you go into the mail room or you look into it on their cart board, are a bunch of stickers from the movie of Jurassic Park. I really hope that was a detail that someone put in, or the Queen requested it because she just loves that movie. You know? Mm. But seriously, that woman can drink. It's all fosters on that, that boat pool. I was really disappointed. Yeah, well. Also, the girls met my husband. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We finally met the voice in the background <laughs> yeah. of all of our calls. He's been silently walking behind this background, but, but he's, he's he was very, very lovely. lovely. He's very lovely and generally fairly tolerant of <laughs> But he really enjoyed uh, King Mary's clothes, so. They, they, they witnessed the fact that it's weird because you can't tell when it's happening because he's like stone-faced and kind of quiet and nothing and then he looks out and goes, that was great. <laughs> okay. We just keep looking, it's like, is he enjoying himself? Are we dragging him into something awful? He's like, no, I really like this. <laughs> we've eaten well, we've seen many things. Oh, the weather cooperated. We, we got Surprisingly decent. Because we would say, I 
was promised like rain all week, but it rained the first day, and then it was actually really nice and sunny and warm. So I think the only time we really came close, we stayed in one night when it was absolutely chucking down, and we ordered and takeaway. Mm-hmm. And then there was a night when Raiden was in Dundee with me, and it was kind of windy, but it was like the the, the was... offshoot of Ophelia, Storm Ophelia, but not by much. But we decided to go to the shore that day and at Broughty Ferry, and then we went to a restaurant. So great. It was wonderful. It's been just nice to see them all because it's like, oh, it's the voice I hear in my head a lot. Yeah. Not my head, my, my earphones. Maybe my head occasionally. Mm. But just having it in the same room has been nice. <laughs> yes, but the important thing is to remember, somebody orders coffee, don't bring them a smoothie. Oh, we've already had to lay testament to the, the, um, the American code of coffee, which apparently... The UK just does not do. Not outside of London, apparently. It's very disappointing. There will never be a cup big enough for Aiden's coffee drink. No. This house has big cups, you said that. The house had big cups, but the coffee pot only filled it halfway up. Yeah. I haven't had sushi in a week. We all have house troubles. So this has been our Edinburgh trip recap. Yep. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Anglofees, I made a fail production. You can reach us on Twitter at Anglofees. You can send an email to anglofees at gmail.com. If you enjoy the show, please leave a five-star rating and a review on iTunes to help other people find the show. Thank you.